Welcome to Nurture Small Business, creating a thriving space with your host, Denise Kagan. Denise is the president of DCA Virtual Business Support and has been a business owner for almost 20 years. DCA Virtual Business Support provides small businesses with an expert pairing of virtual administrative and marketing assistance to match your needs. Learn more at dcavirtual.com. Corey Harris has a passion for small businesses. With over 20 years of experience helping business owners achieve success, Corey knows exactly how to guide clients through the essentials of business ownership. Corey completed his undergraduate degree at Virginia Tech and completed his master's at Virginia Commonwealth University. Corey is also an expert at process, planning, execution, and disaster preparedness. Julie Traxler has 20 years working as a coach, consultant, and holding various leadership positions with Fortune 500 companies. Julie went to school at Drexel University. She is certified in project management, change management, leadership development, and coaching. Julie's area of expertise include planning, execution, communications, team building, and change management. Together, Corey and Julie co-founded SB Pace in 2020. This is a consulting firm with a passion for Main Street America. Growing up in families that owned small businesses, they both developed an affinity for the entrepreneurial spirit, which makes up the backbone of the economy. They also wrote, seriously? Now what? A business, a small business guide to disaster preparedness, which is their first book. Let's welcome to the show, Corey Harris and Julie Traxler. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. No problem. I'm glad you're able to be here with me today. So Julie and I spoke a little bit before the podcast and, you know, I learned some very interesting things from her about how you've been helping folks this year. So let's start with the basics. How did you start SB Pace? Because I think a little bit more will come out there. We started SB Pace right as the pandemic was hitting um, I, I would say that had it not been for COVID, we wouldn't have SB Pace. Um, we got together, we both had recently wrapped up independent consulting gigs, and we um, sat down together and started calling friends and family who are small business owners, because we both come from small business families, and we just wanted to check in on people, how they were doing, um, how were they positioned, did they you know, have enough um, savings financially, did they need help making a pivot, just offering advice and guidance to small business owners in our network. And that just kind of expanded out to talking to more and more people. And it didn't take us long to realize that there was a lot of small business owners that needed help and that this was a real area of opportunity for us to be able to add some value and help small business owners over the course of the year. And uh, Corey, did you want to add anything to that? No, I mean, Julie summed it up pretty well. I mean, it, it was just kind of a, a thing that fell into our laps, um, you know, when it came to everything that we've done this year, um, including writing a book, starting our own podcast, all that type of stuff. It um, was just kind of like something that just happened. That's right. You guys do have a podcast. Can you tell me the name of that? Yeah. So the podcast is called BizQuick. That's B-I-Z-Q-U-I-K. Um, and it's just a... Uh, something that comes out twice a week. So every Tuesday and Thursday, um, we have small business owners on there. We have experts, we have um, people who, you know, are, are looking to solve a problem. It's, so it's just kind of like a, you know, quick 20 to 30 minute podcast where we just feature small businesses. 
Perfect. So that actually segues perfectly into the second question. So you feature what problems they're having and come up with solutions. What type of issues are you guys seeing from small business owners this year? Honestly, the most common thing that we see is small business owners who are completely buried in in the volume of work that they have to do. And they're not yet really in a position where they can bring on additional help. So they're kind of stuck in that wanting to grow and having either the products or services that could grow, but they can't find the time to actually build a growth strategy and execute on it. That's probably the most common thing we see is buried business owners is what I would say. Yeah. We always talk about like helping people work on their business and not in their business. And so that's a lot of what we've been doing is helping people figure out how to, you know, clear up their schedule so that they can be, you know, more valuable to their business and they're not doing like the manual day-to-day type stuff. Absolutely. So working with them on outsource solutions or just some kind of way to delegate that work off so they can move forward with what they do best. Yeah. And that really almost always starts with having them do an audit of how they spend their time. I think a lot of people are unaware of how they spend their time and how much of their time is on low value tasks that they could be paying somebody minimal dollars to do for them. And they can also automate or just eliminate altogether. Yeah. Oh, I love that you're putting technology in there. (laughs) So, So what makes the two of you the small business experts? Years of working in and around small businesses. So it started, you know, growing up in small business families and kind of seeing how not only how it requires so much um, just hard work and effort, but also there's the stress and the pressure that comes along with owning a small business when your whole family is depending on that for being able to, you know, eat or get school clothing or whatever it is. That's it's, there's a lot of pressure associated with it. And I, me personally, you know, throughout my career, um, have spent a lot of time working in small businesses. And most recently, before we started SB Pace, I um, had spent a number of years doing mergers and acquisitions. And I was on the post-deal close acquisition integration side. And most, most usually, it would be a large company purchasing a smaller company. And I would go position myself with that company that just been acquired. It was a small business and learning everything about what they do to help them integrate into a larger business. So the bulk of my career has been spent with small businesses. And for me, I I went to school for um, hospitality hospitality and tourism management. So I was Mm. basically just I was drawn to the restaurant industry. So I managed a handful of restaurants throughout my my life and then actually was a partner here in Richmond um, in a couple of uh, cafes. And so helped grow that brand. I got a little burned out there, went um, into the consulting world, working for um, you know a, a food distribution company and then a couple other businesses after that. Um, and I mean, I just, I'm all about small business. I'm all about just the getting in, you know, getting your hands dirty, just doing the work. Perfect. So if you were to suggest one thing, and as far as one thing that businesses can do to improve how they operate, what would that be? I think the, the biggest thing is just having a solid foundation. That's a lot of what we, you know, help our clients with is just 
knowing what your business is, who your clients are or customers are, and just knowing what it is that you do, like the processes, the systems, everything that goes into your business. Um, you know, there, there's very, for most businesses, most industries, there's very little in terms of like a barrier to entry. Cash is usually the only thing you need to start a business. And so people don't know all of the basics that they need uh, to run their business successfully. And I would say it is to find a way to, when you are communicating about and marketing for your business, to find a way to be able to do that where you are authentically yourself, right? So you're attracting the kind of people who will want to work with what's actually being put out there. We see so frequently that, you know, we kind of live in this world right now where everybody wants to appeal to everybody. And it's, you know, you want, you need like, everything is by committee and approval on everything by everyone. And the really the best thing that you can do for yourself and for your business is to market as yourself and take it from there. You're going to attract the kind of people that are going to want to work with you. And it's going to make growing your business so much easier. It's a hard pivot for a lot of people to make though, because they're used to that, you know, please me culture and wanting to really, you know, put out things that don't offend anybody. And that's almost impossible to do right now. So just go for broke. Go for broke. Um, What? So that has some follow-up questions for me. So you had mentioned earlier a time audit. So when you get people in and you do this time audit, I'm assuming there's some other steps that you do to take them through this process. And I'm also making an assumption it's a process, so maybe I should stop assuming and just let you explain how you do this. I mean, it it starts off with people just like creating just a log of how they spend their day. Like I spent, you know, from eight to 9 a.m. This is what I did from, you know, noon to whatever, like, and, and going through that on a, you know, a daily, a weekly, um, you know, it, it, it only really takes a week for people to figure out, oh, well, you know, here's where I'm wasting time. Here's, you know, something that I, you know, I, I can outsource to somebody else um, and sit down and just go through it and understand why they're doing what they're doing and why they're unwilling to, you know, give up some of the the manual labor, so to speak, to other people. You know, small business owners are uh, very hard headed. They can be, um, and they want to do everything themselves, and they want to, um, you know, control every every dollar that's going in and out of their business. So that's um, one of the things is just you know letting people know that hey, what's your what's your time worth, and what can we do to you know just make make your job easier. You think that's maybe because we're a bunch of A types. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, an A A word for sure. Um, <laughs> no, A type, not A word. <laughs> so, tell me, what's the next next big? Yeah, next. Give me one second. Tell me, what's the next big thing you're working on? <laughs> I, I'm laughing, Denise, because it feels like we've been working on big thing after big thing after big thing since we launched, right? We launched and then we decided to write a book and then we decided to start a podcast and then we implemented our Business Essentials Academy, which really teaches people how to be great small business owners. We did a collaboration with a friend of ours on turning your hobby into or turning your hobby into a hustle. So basically taking a side hobby and making it into, you know, cash in your pocket and at now, like right now, the biggest thing on our horizon is our strategic planning for 2021 to figure out exactly how we're going to best serve our clients and add value to people. Um, we're going to really focus hard on 
growth strategies for businesses in 2021, as well as narrow down and focus in on helping more people launch small businesses. We just, you know, I think both of us believe so strongly that small businesses are the absolute backbone of this country. And it's been a really tough year for small businesses. So if we can help get more small businesses launched and people working independently, then I think we're just adding so much to to the, you know, the economy and to the way that that people are able to benefit from doing something they love. And one of the other things that we're kind of working on right now is almost like a rebranding, which is funny to say that we're rebranding after, you know, only being in business for less than a year. Um, But we, we've worked with a lot of people throughout um, this pandemic and we've kind of changed direction in terms of who we want to work with. Because there's a lot of people out there who are kind of like basically just wishy-washy. They're like, oh, I want to start a business or I want to improve, but they're not willing to put in the time or effort to to do it. So we're just kind of turning turning us into like, you know, we're just being a little more harsh in our approach. Like, we don't want to work with you if you're not committed. Like, we're not going to waste our time and we're not going to waste your time. So I think that's uh, that's part of like, where our company is going right now. We'll see how well that works, but <laughs> yeah, for the long time, our, we, our tagline was when it comes to small businesses, we think big, but now our tagline is when you're ready for success. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. My, my company is an outsourced solution for, for small businesses, but we a long time ago started assessing startups very differently because a lot of times they weren't ready to, to move forward. They weren't ready to let go of the reins. And a lot of times more than that, they didn't even have budget for what they wanted to do. So it's, I think businesses, I think what you're doing with the rebranding makes sense. Businesses are always in a state of flux and they're always reassessing where they are. So I think that makes sense. Um, so your book and your podcast, can you give me a little, just a little bit more information about that so that our, so our listeners can li- uh, visit you after the podcast? Sure. So uh, like you said, our book is called Seriously Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. Um, it was it was born out of all of the conversations we had with small business owners um, back in like March and April. And, and there were a lot of common themes that we you know heard from people when they were telling us their stories. And we realized that um, you know a lot of people were concerned and they thought that they were unprepared, but it turns out they were more prepared. Um, but you know, like we were talking about the foundation earlier that it's the people need to build that strong foundation. And if you have that strong foundation, you can survive most disasters. Um, and then the last third of the book is about actually building a disaster plan. So we kind of walk through that. We use Julie's expertise in project management to walk them through how to build an actual, you know, disaster plan. Um, what else? What did I miss? Well, I think the most important thing you missed is that it, it's been a number one bestseller on Amazon. I always miss that. And <laughs> it comes with a companion workbook. I missed that one too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's good because I was going to ask where people could get it. <laughs> yeah. They can get it on Amazon. Uh, it's available in both paperback and as a Kindle. And then the workbook is a free download from our website. So they can grab that. And the workbook is extremely beneficial to working through the exercises in the book. But honestly, while it's named for, you know, like helping with disaster preparedness, 
like Corey said, it really helps small business owners to build a really strong foundation for their business. Perfect. And our and, podcast is, yes. um, you can find our podcast everywhere you can find podcasts with the exception of iHeartRadio, but we are everywhere else. And it is called BizQuick again, and that is B-I-Z-Q-U-I-K. And we also have um, a website for bizquickpodcast.com. And they're short, you know, 30 minute or less episodes. And um, I will say um, with, you know, not, not sure when this one, our episode will air with you, but we are running a special series in the month of December. It will, you know, be available long after December is over. But one of the things that we had noticed over the past several, you know, weeks and months, but really becoming more and more emphasized the last several weeks is how many people are struggling emotionally and financially as a result of the events of this year, whether it be COVID or the election or the shutdowns, whatever it is. And so we have, um, we dedicated the four Saturdays in December to a special series. It's actually called You're Not Alone. And it has two episodes dedicated to mental wellness and two episodes dedicated to financial wellness. And we speak with some, uh, we speak with a mental health expert and we speak with some financial people and give like real world tips and letting people know things that they can, actions they can take that can start to help them to feel better. That is amazing. So I want to learn more about this and I'll talk to you offline about that. But in the meantime, how can our listeners find you? You did mention that the download was available on your website. What is that URL? The website is SB Pace, so uh, Small Business Planning, Advising, Coaching, Expertise. <laughs> That's what that stands for, so sbpace.com. Um, and all of our social media links, everything's on there. So if, if anyone wants to reach out or learn more about us, they can go to our website. Perfect. Corey, Julie, you guys have been a pleasure to be on the show. I really appreciate it and all the value you've brought to our listeners. Thanks yep, for having thank us. You. No problem. Thank you for joining us for today's Nurture Small Business, creating a thriving space podcast. Learn more about your host at dcavirtual.com or by emailing her directly at denise at dcavirtual.com.